up, what up, baby? Welcome back to another episode of the Empowered Millennials Podcast with me, your host, Angela Gentile. And you know, I'm always grateful that you are here um, listening, getting value from this podcast. It really means a lot that you appreciate what I have to say. <laughs> and if that's the case, you know, I would love a Apple podcast review. It helps with Google and the algorithm and it helps people like you find these words of wisdom and affirmation so that they too can get the help and support they need to do epic shit. Because especially when I talk about what I'm going to talk about today, um, these are valuable stories where we can see ourselves and hopefully normalize this human condition and know that what we experience in this pain, this wild roller coaster of emotions isn't just isolated to us. So um, please make sure that you leave a Google review. All right, so I'm sure you can tell that my energy is like <laughs> like just a little low um, because it is, because it is. I think on social media, I've been very clear, like I've taken a step back and the past four months have been kind of gut-wrenching. And I think it's been a series of things that have happened to teach me and to grow me. And sometimes, um, we have to feel like we're losing everything in order to start over. And I think it's interesting because I had a psychic uh, medium reading just for fun. You know, we were both working an event together and I was like, Hey, you're, she was a vibe, man. She was so fucking cool. And I was like, Hey, will you, you want to, you want to do a reading? We were in like the green room. I was like, you want to do a reading? This could be really cool. She's like, yeah, sure. No problem. And one of the biggest takeaways from that reading was she was like, wow, there's like a big like burning down. There's like a big starting over where something is going to end. Something major is going to end. And what comes out of that is going to be like a new beginning and a new start and something like that you will rise up. She also mentioned like reincarnating in some way, like something in my life is going to end and then be reincarnated. And I was like, yo, if my dog passes and that energy and her spirit gets reincarnated into a person like my life partner like my person oh my god could you fucking imagine that would be like the dopest shit ever he's the gonna be the dopest dude like we already know that he's gonna be the dopest dude but if he's got like noel vibes and like that shit bonkers crazy energy i'm fucking here for it <laughs> so it was a pretty powerful reading. Um, and not to say that I take all of that stuff 100% and I take it at, at, you know, this is the doctrine of truth. But, you know, I'll take anything as information of, you know, just information of possibility. Um, she also mentioned some things that I am going to put out here just as, as future reference. She mentions like there's a symbol, kind of like an H, and it's like lime green. And, um, I think that's dope because I love me some lime green. I don't know what this means yet. It doesn't have any particular significance in my life as of yet, but maybe as we go through this like conflagration burning situation, it will become clearer. And that's really what I wanted to talk about. I'm super low energy because I do, I'm carrying a lot of weight, carrying a lot of weight. And I want to share what's kind of going on that you can take what you need to take from this story and know that you're not alone. Um, I've been 
living at my family's house. And I don't use the word, I'm, I'm trying not to call this home. I think sometimes we, we say the word home as a reference of where we go back to where we grew up. And the sense of home is a sense of belonging, a sense of safety and security, um, peace, consistency. Uh, and fortunately for your girl, that is not what this place is. So it's really difficult to call that home. You know, I'm home within myself. And, and I think having an environment that reflects how you feel about yourself is really key. And unfortunately, this environment is not it. And for the past two and a half years, I have been in an environment with dysregulated emotions, with emotionally immature adults, like grown ass boomer adults. But like, is anybody surprised that the boomers around me are emotionally dysregulated and immature? Is anybody surprised that they have like unrecognized, unconscious and unresolved trauma that comes out as dysregulated emotion and fucking chaos at anybody who is in like earshot and arm's distance? And I'm in it. And I think being here for this long has wrecked me to a point where I don't really feel like Angela anymore. Um, it's left me to be anxious, depressed, isolated, nervous, fearful. And I think when we are in an environment where the people around us do not see us, do not provide us with safety and peace and emotional security, we can start exhibiting anxiety because it's human behavior. It's human nature to want to feel safe and secure with who we're surrounded by, right? That's biological because otherwise they're predators. Otherwise they're not safe for us. And when we're in this environment where everything is toxic and everything is chaotic and dysregulated, that impacts not only our mental health state, but keeps our central nervous system in this chronic state of dysregulated dysregulated like fight or flight and your fight or flight response is great to activate and it's meant to keep you safe for the period of time that it's meant to keep you safe like the the surge of adrenaline in your fight or flight response right is this situation's happening right now i got to get out of this fast boom just fast and it's meant to be a short period of time but when we're chronically in an environment where we do not feel safe, especially when we're just like not emotionally safe and we're, we're, we're feeling, I mean, suffocated, right? This chronic state over time can be so goddamn detrimental and just start exacerbating a lot of the anxieties, depressions, nervousness, fear, all of that, that like shutting down. So the fight or flight response in, I think oftentimes comes out as like fawning of like, all right, whatever, 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 at least it did for me. This was the trajectory. I was like, all right, well, whatever. I don't care, whatever you need, right? Like I ain't trying to like piss anybody off. I'm just trying to get through whatever I need to get through because I didn't want to be here very long. But since my boundaries couldn't be respected because I'm dealing with people who are emotionally dysregulated, who don't understand boundaries, who are trying to get their own needs met in a very childish way, boundaries do not exist. So as a result, I think I was getting angry. Like my fight response <laughs> comes out like, but like anger, like the, the, the frustration and anger comes out, which then the flight response of like, I got to get the fuck out of here. I'll take off for like weeks or months at a time, just so I can flee the scene where I'm elevated and then be able to like calm myself so that I can come back, you know? Um, 
or freeze. I'm in like freeze mode and I've been in freeze mode because I, I just feel so fucking trapped and my body is like, we don't know what to do. We're so overwhelmed with all these emotions, with all of this like chronic stress that you're feeling. And I think the biggest thing that I'm going to share with you right now, um, not only have I not been emotionally safe here, but now I am going to be experiencing housing insecurity because I do not have a place to live and I was not prepared for this. So for the first time in my life, um, I don't even like to use the word homeless because that's, I think it's degrading to say that, um, that it's hurtful for anybody that we, we, we use that term. But yeah, man, that's what's going to be, that's what's happening. And in that place of housing insecure, like housing insecurity, like what that does there's to your mental health state is, is fucking rough. Like, I think it causes this increase of stress if we're already stressed out. It causes an increase of anxiety if we're already nervous and anxious. And it causes depression if you weren't already fucking depressed. And if you're already experiencing these things, like, yo, buckle up because you just put your foot on the gas full speed ahead to the trifecta, you know? Because housing is a fundamental need, right? We're programmed biologically to, to seek that out, safety, housing, security. And when we can't, like, afford it or find a place or we have been kicked out or torn away and not provided with adequate time and resources to find a place to live it can also symbolize like our own powerlessness and lead to even more insecurity and, and self-hate and then this pressure recreates the cycle of negative emotions like fear anger resentment and loneliness like, I'm not good enough. I'm horrible. Like, who gets themselves here? You know? So I think when we're not conscious of how these situations pan out, um, when we're not aware of what we're, uh, what is the word I'm trying to say? I'm like, again, stumbling over my words. I feel like I've been talking for too long and now I've lost my train of thought and my um, immediate fight or flight response is like, go fuck yourself. But I'm sharing this because when we're in this state and we're living in a place that is not right for us and we're not listening and we find ourselves so paralyzed time and time again and unsupported and we're not listening. And this is just my take on it. So maybe I should say me living in this place of fight or flight chronically and trying my best to make a situation work for me that clearly isn't, eventually it will lead to the worst case scenario. And maybe that's the point of what I'm trying to say. So if you're in a toxic situation and you're trying to manage it and maybe you're blaming yourself and maybe you're like, no, I can do it. Maybe you take a vacation and you go right back into it. Knowing that it's not right for you and knowing that all of these chronic things are coming up and these horrible feelings of anxiety and fear and worry, and stress, depression, powerlessness are playing out. The more that you're there and the more that you're ignoring them, the more it will lead to worst case scenario like not having a place to live. Um, am I embarrassed by this? Hell no, hell no, man. This is like the worst housing crisis that our country has ever experienced. This is the worst economic like inflation period beyond the great depression. So I'm not embarrassed of this. I'm not embarrassed that I went to rely on my family for help 
but unfortunately, this is the family that I've got. And this is what happens. What I am frustrated with is that I didn't, I didn't take this advice that I'm giving you. I didn't take this advice of like, yo, this ain't working, get out. Because I think there are signs that it wasn't working and I ended up staying far longer and I wasn't paying attention because I was like, oh, well, I'm not paying rent, so I should stay here. Yo, this was not free. This has been the most costly experience. It's cost me everything. I've lost Sweat Remix. I've closed down my business. I've lost friends. I've lost like my health, everything, right? So this was not free. This is the most costly fucking experience past two and a half years I've ever had in my life. So looking at what is at play and what is at stake here, because you might be in a situation similar where you're like, oh, well, I'm sharing this with my partner and we're splitting the expenses. Yeah, but, but what else is it costing you? What is it costing you before it costs you the major thing that you're like, oh, fuck, what's that going to do? You know, and I invite you now by sharing my story to, to, to learn because I wasn't listening. I listened in a lot of other ways in my life, but for some reason, this was really hard because it's intertwined with family. It's intertwined with this idea of home. It's intertwined with this idea of like, you know, blood and, and, and like the people who your parents are supposed to take care of you, all of that shit. And I wasn't paying attention to what the reality is and what I was feeling in the moment. And I've gotten myself now to a point where it is explosive. It is now wildly unsafe, uncertain, and probably the most difficult position that I've ever been in. Um, and I just want to share that because you're not, and I'm also not stuck. I know that whatever comes next, I will land on my feet because I also know that once I get out of this situation and I can breathe and I can reset my central nervous system and I can be around people who are willing to put me up for a little bit while I'm looking for a job, while I'm building things back up, I know that I will be okay because I know that what I've been doing here isn't working because my existence and my energy cannot thrive amongst this chaos. So the problem is the chaos. The money and the job, I will figure that out later as long as I get me good. So take that with you, y'all. Get you good. Get yourself out of the environment that is chaotic for you, that is harming you, that is activating your fight or flight response so that you can be your best so that the world will respond to that best energy. And I am going to share more of what this experience is like, looking for a place to live, of couch hopping and apartment hopping and Airbnb hopping and what it is like to not have a place to call your own right now um and not be embarrassed about it because yo this shit could fucking happen to anybody right <laughs> it could happen to anybody and there's no judgment there's no judgment in these experiences there's no judgment in what happens to us it's just a matter of how we share it what we learn from it and how we keep going so um you know please check your chaos, check what's going on and, and make a move so that you listen to what your body is telling you. All right. Um, I appreciate y'all listening to this. Sorry, it wasn't the most uplifting and fun episode ever, um, but this is the reality. And this is what I do. I tell stories, I share my shit, and I hope that you can take what you need from my story. Okay, baby. Um, that's it for today. Please make sure you share this. Please make sure you're following along and following along with the story and how this will unfold and how I'm going to embody what it means to be a motherfucking empowered millennial who gets out 
of situations that are tragic, like major hardships. How do we overcome it? I'm here to share it with you. I'm here to teach you everything that I've learned by going through some really devastating shit, right? I'm just not, I'm not Becky who went to Costa Rica, y'all, and had a revelation and wanted to be a life coach. Like I've experienced some real hard shit. So for that because that's also going to be an episode Becky went to Costa Rica and now she's a life coach um so please stay tuned please make sure you're following please share this episode um and please reach out if you're experiencing anything similar I think there's strength in numbers and know that you're not alone okay that's all I got y'all thank you so much and you know it'll be epic What's up, baby? Here is your reminder that you have a chance to win. For the month of October, you have a chance to win a free 50-minute breakthrough session with me, your girl, where we can co-create your roadmap to your goals so that you can get unstuck, feel so confident and seen, and truly go after the life that you want. Pretty valuable shit, you know? Here's what you got to do. Head on over to Apple Podcasts, write a review, and give it five stars. Screenshot it. Share it on IG and tag the Empowered Millennials and you are in. So don't forget, leave your review and get in on this epic offer.